5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, so today we're going to jump right in, and uh, we've actually actually found this uh, passage from a Baptist church. Now, Baptist churches don't always do Lenten stuff, uh, from my perspective, things that I have witnessed or seen, but here's a uh, passage that was brought out um, there. So it's Mark chapter 9, and uh, we're going to start with verse 14. When they returned to the other disciples, they saw a large crowd surrounding them, and some teachers of religious law arguing with them. When the crowd saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with awe, and they ran to greet him. What is this arguing about, Jesus asked. One of the men in the crowd spoke up and said, Teacher, I brought my son so you could heal him. He is possessed by an evil spirit that won't let him talk. And whenever his spirit seizes him, it throws him violently to the ground. Then he foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast out the evil spirit, but they couldn't do it. Jesus said to them, his disciples, You faithless people, how long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they brought the boy. But when the evil spirit saw Jesus, it threw the boy into a violent convulsion, and he fell to the ground, writhing and foaming at the mouth. How long has this been happening? Jesus asked the boy's father. He replied, since he was a little boy, the spirit often throws him into the fire or into water, trying to kill him. Have mercy on us and help us if you can. What do you mean, if I can? Jesus asked. Anything is possible if a person believes. And the father instantly cried out, I do believe but help me overcome my unbelief. When Jesus saw the crowd of onlookers was growing, he rebuked the evil spirit. Listen, you spirit that makes this boy unable to hear and speak, he said. I command you to come out of this child and never enter him again. The spirit screamed and threw the boy into another violent convulsion and left him. The boy appeared to be dead. A murmur ran through the crowd as people said he's dead, but Jesus took him by the hand and helped him to his feet, and he stood up. Afterward, when Jesus was alone in, in the house with the disciples, they asked him, why couldn't we cast out the evil spirit? Jesus replied, this kind can be cast out only by prayer. All right, so that's the passage. I mean, to me, it's a, it's a fascinating story um, with Jesus and the confrontation, because it almost, you, you get an aspect of Jesus here, and this could be translation issues, but it's almost like Jesus is irritated. You know, when he, you're looking at it, um, the disciples were sent to, to, you know, cast out demons as well, right? Jesus gives it to them, right, that this power, and it says that they couldn't do it. And then it's, you know, like Jesus said, you faithless people, how long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Like, come on, you know, like we're, we're looking at, I mean, and then Jesus ends the story by saying this one can only be cast out by prayer. So were the disciples not doing something correctly to be able to even drive out the demon? To me, it's, it's, it, it is interesting to be able to think about what level, why couldn't they do it? And I think as we go through, you know, the the story, we're seeing that maybe the disciples were looking at a problem of faith. Maybe they didn't believe, or maybe it had happened easier for them before, and so they were thinking, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we got this, we're, we're good, you know, and they're trying to be able to carry things out, and guess what, uh, 
It didn't work this time. And they were finding themselves too much in themselves. Like, oh, this is about me. This is about what I can do to drive out demons. And and when you make it about yourself, there's a problem, right? We all know that. When you make it about you, it's not going to be good. And I think that's where we're, we're seeing here. Um, but now we kind of turn our attention. We see the disciples. Jesus calls them, you know, faithless people. Um, but then we also see this, this boy's father. I mean, you can imagine the, the anguish that comes from this child's father who's seen this, his boy struggle since he was little. You know, the Spirit often throws him into the fire to try to kill him. Like, have mercy on us. If you can, you know, and that's always, this is also like the other aspect I was talking about, almost Jesus being irritated. He's like, what do you mean? Like, if I can, like, are you, are you serious here? Like, um, you know, I, I can do all things, right? You know, I am the Messiah. I am God in the flesh. There is nothing that is impossible, you know, and that's where Jesus asked anything is possible if a person believes, right? And and this is the one of my favorite statements that comes from, you know, the mouth of people. You know, in verse 24, the father instantly cried out, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. And that's the key question today. Where is it that we are still having struggles with unbelief? And where is it that we need to actually dig into our unbelief to be able to unpack our unbelief? There's a lot of uns going on, right? So we ask that question today because there's, you know, it's presented to this man. He's he's telling Jesus, I've got some places of unbelief. Can you please help me there as well? Right At the same time, I believe in you. I believe what you can do. I've heard what you can do. I've seen what you can do. And now I'd like you to show it as well. I believe you, but also help me in the places of my unbelief. And I think that each one of us has a place of unbelief that we are going to say, God, help us in there. Help us in that place. Help us to figure out you know, why it is that we struggle with unbelief. And it doesn't mean it's all the time, and it doesn't mean it's everywhere, but it does mean that sometimes we're leaving the unbelief on, on the, you know, trying to hide it or, you know, put it under the covers or put it in the corner and, and then not talking about it. And, and here's the thing, when you don't talk about something, it doesn't make it go away. It just means that it's going to stay there until something else happens that has to do with that unbelief, and then it's just going to add to it until the unbelief grows and grows and grows, kind of like resentment. So what are we going to do with that unbelief? Well, it's time to be able to bring it out of the corner, uncover it, and be able to say, God, help me, in the same way that this man has also cried out, help me with my unbelief today. So I want you to sit with that, talk about it, Write it down, one way or another, bringing out that unbelief today and saying, God, help me. All right, everybody, we're going to end there for today. Be back again tomorrow. Mm -hmm.